Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Liu. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back. I hope you're having a blessed and peaceful day. Wherever in the world you are, may blessings be shining upon you today. Today on the podcast, I invited Emily McGuire, who is the owner and chief email marketer of Flourish and Grit, an email marketing and automation studio. With lessons learned over a decade in tech, sending thousands of email campaigns and earning clients over $80 million in email campaign revenue, she loves sharing the mistakes and strategies of email marketing done well. This episode is for you if you're just starting an email automation or you feel like you need to reamp your old email automation. We're going to talk about why it's still important in today's age and how to set it up right and how to avoid getting into the spam folder and mistakes she's seeing along the way of her work. And if you stay until the end, you'll find out what amazing freebie she has for you. So without further ado, let's welcome Emily. Thank you for being on the show, Emily. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. So just how important is email marketing still in today's age? Oh, man, people are always saying that email marketing is dead, but it's not. They've been saying that for decades. (laughs) But it's still a really important tool to have in your marketing toolbox because you own that contact data as opposed to any other type of marketing channel where you're at the whim of Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn algorithm. Um, Your audience stays on that platform. And those platforms do that intentionally, right? They want their audience to hang out there. So if you've got an email list, you got a way to follow up that does not depend on another social media network and their ever-changing algorithms. So if someone were to start over or just be starting, what should they consider before starting an email automation? So email automation and just setting up uh, email campaigns in general, part of it is just doing it, right? Like just getting comfortable in an email service provider, getting your feet wet and making a lot of mistakes, honestly, (laughs) because that's the best way to learn. And, And at least from my experience, and I find, especially with people who are starting out with email, that is the biggest hurdle. It's just starting. And also there's this mindset around email that people get really, people have seen email marketing done very poorly and they get really anxious about giving their subscribers a bad experience like they've seen. So really to get started with email automation, it's A, getting over that initial hurdle of just the anxiety about learning something new. And B, it's about being intentional. So who do you want to get those emails and what's the action you want them to take? So those are the three pieces uh, of, of advice that I usually give out to any newbie I'm talking to. Yeah, whenever I'm with a newbie, 
I always recommend them to go with a free email automation service because if it's paid, very often they're wondering, should I even start? Right. So just to get over、mm-hmm. that hurdle, just start with、mm-hmm. any free platform so that you can actually get started and you can always switch. But、exactly. for you, as an expert, does the email platform in which you set up your email automation really matter afterwards? So it dip, if you end up if your business ends up exploding, right?、Uh, soon you'll find that a lot of the free versions or free email service providers like Mailchimp or MailerLite won't fit all of your needs. But that's a good problem to have. And at that problem, at that point, then it's time to you know invest in a tool,、uh, an email service provider, and obviously get some some expert help、uh, to help you navigate that. But in terms of like actual delivering emails, it doesn't matter a whole lot, except for a few features, right? And here are the features that really matter.、Uh, one are,、uh, do they have a drag and drop email builder? Uh, if you're not comfortable with designing、uh, with web design in general, then you're really going to be heavily relying on that drag and drop builder. So I'm not a fan of Mailchimp. I don't like their drag and drop builders. I think they're really clunky. I really like MailerLite. MailerLite's a great option for、um, their drag and drop email builder and their automations. So those are the two features I typically tell people to to check out. And also, how well does the email service provider provider integrate with your main tools? So like your website, if you've got a Squarespace site, it might have some integrations built in with Mailchimp that. E- lets you easily pass new subscribers from Squarespace to Mailchimp. If you get a WordPress site, it integrates with everything, so you don't need to worry about it. But those are those are the two main features I would look for: is the drag and drop builder, and does it integrate with the tool,、uh, your primary tools that your business depends on, like your website, or if you have a call scheduling tool like Calendly or something like that. I, I look there. How often do your clients typically send out emails? So,、uh, sending out emails—it's really cadence on emails vary from audience to audience and business to business. So, what I recommend people do is send emails weekly. It gets you in the habit. It warms up your audience. People start to expect. Your emails and and in the digital marketing world, our attention spans are really short. So waiting a whole month in between emails, people are going to forget who you were. <laughs> you know, like that's just the the world we live in. So I recommend、uh, emailing weekly to my clients, and if you can do more than that, twice a week, that's great. Again, it keeps your audience warm. It keeps them expecting your emails. What's your top tip to avoid getting the emails into spam folders? Yeah, so there's a lot of factors that go into your emails、uh, landing in the spam folder. It's changed a lot over the years. People used to say things like, "Don't put the word free in the subject line; it'll trigger spam traps." And it's like that's not a thing anymore. <laughs> the main factor is engagement. So email clients like Gmail. Uh, we'll look at how often are people in, engaging with your emails, and that if there's low engagement, so you're not sending. 
frequently, your uh, people are not opening your emails or clicking on them, then they're going to assume that you're not a safe sender. So they're going to put you in, in spam. So um, the main thing is, you know, keep your emails engaging and consistent to keep your audience warm. And also the big one, which usually most people goes without saying, but I always have to say it because you never know. <laughs> Make sure your subscribers gave you permission to send them emails. If they didn't and they weren't expecting an email from you and they get that email and are like, I have no idea why I'm getting this email, they're going to mark you as spam. And that increases your likelihood of ending up in the spam folder. Mm, I love those tips. Can you give us some other top tips to boost the chance of emails actually getting opened? Yeah, emails getting open. So that is, uh, well, first of all, an open rate isn't the end all be all in, in email, right? Um, I see often people think that uh, an open will equal a conversion and it doesn't. I've seen, I've seen this time and time again, I've tested so many subject lines. The thing that really matters is your sender name. And that's the thing people look at first. So if your sender name is your personal name and it's not your branded business name, people are not going to know who you are. <laughs> and if they open the email wondering who the heck is this person and feel like they've gotten tricked in some way, it's going to upset them. And they're going to unsubscribe or mark you as spam. Again, I've tested this and seen this happen over and over again. So your sender name needs to be rec recognizable. So that's number one. Number two is making sure people know what the benefit is going to be for them if they open the email. That trick, that little mindset trick will help you construct or write subject lines that actually get opened. So thinking about it from your subscriber's perspective and what they are going to find really enticing about this email is going to help you write incredibly compelling subject lines. I love it. So many people I know avoid email automation because they feel like they're just starting or have a small audience. Like I remember when I just started coaching, I obviously had zero followers, zero subscribers. And my coach encouraged me to start my list. And we even celebrated at 20 subscribers because that's better than none, right? We all start <laughs> from zero. Exactly. And I remember my coach, my business coach at the time also encouraged me that she hit six figures with less than 400 people on her list. Nice. So ladies, don't overthink it. Emily, <laughs> what do you have to say to that? Please debunk this myth that you need a, a million followers to be profitable. Exactly. I mean, you know, you can you can have a million contacts on your list, but if they're not the right contacts, they don't matter, right? And I see this I see this advice all the time, and it comes from a um, an old school way of thinking about marketing that it's a numbers game. That if you have you know a thousand contacts, conversion rate on average is one percent, so you can expect whatever one person is that right? Ten people to convert. Am I doing the math right? Yeah. Whatever. We'll double check that later. <laughs> uh, but uh, that's not the world we live in anymore because we have really great, rich data 
and ways to really target our ideal customers. So it's all it's always quality over quantity. And if you are getting, and we all have to start somewhere, just like you said. But what I will say about uh, automation specifically is that it's never too late to start that in particular. So like an automated campaign is one that automatically goes out based on a subscriber's behavior. And it's a really great way to nurture and build relations with relationships with people at scale. So for example, when somebody signs up for your email list, what's happening to them? What are they experiencing? Most of the time, people will subscribe to an email list and their silence, right? But that's when they are the hottest, right? They are the most engaged with your brand. So not sending a follow-up automated email, at least acknowledging like, yay, you're on my email list. I'm so excited to have you here. Uh, is a real missed opportunity. And it can just be something as simple as that. Just a nice, warm welcome. It doesn't have to be overcomplicated. It doesn't have to be fancy. Just getting it done is uh, and getting it out there is the biggest hurdle most people have to overcome. And you talked about growing because of making mistakes along the way. So can you yes. please share with us some of the top mistakes you've made yourself or you see being made when it comes to email automations? Yeah, so the so biggest mistakes I've made are like anything, you know, you send out an email to 300,000 contacts and you realize you have the wrong link in it or a typo or there's a ty- uh, an error in the subject line, right? And you just want to dig a hole and go crawl in and die and never come, you know, never come out. <laughs> <laughs> I have been there. Or, you know, sending the wrong discount to the wrong people, you know, it's embarrassing and horrifying, but it's an initiation into the email marketers world because we all do it. Every single email marketer I know has done it. Avoiding mistakes, usually the embarrassment of that mistake will help motivate you to try not to repeat it the next time. But I actually uh, recommend checklists. Every time you are about to send an email, just go through, have a checklist that helps you make sure that you have, you know, all the right information in the email, the subject lines correct, the segment or the list you're sending to is correct. The date, you know, sending it out on the wrong date is also embarrassing. (laughs) So just those things, every time you go to send an email will make your life uh, so much easier and at least help you feel a little less nauseous when you're about to schedule that campaign. Yay. And you actually offer a free checklist. I do. I do have a free checklist. It's a good starting point. Like I said, I've had these checklists for every type of client I have because everybody's got their own unique thing. And it is on my website at flourishgrit.com. That nauseous feeling every time you're about to hit schedule or send. Oh, I hate that feeling. So I have all the tools in the toolbox to deal with that. Actually, Emily has a bunch of free tools on her website. So Emily, as an entrepreneur on those low days, when you need that energy boost, what is a quote you go by? I don't know who said this quote, but it's something I tell myself and my clients all the time. And it is something is better than nothing. I get analysis paralysis and fall victim to my own perfectionism. 
and which also which means that things just don't get done sometimes right because you're just spinning out in your head I don't know if anybody can relate to that Uh, but yeah something is better than nothing helps me let go and just do it oh absolutely I think everyone listening can can totally relate to that. And that's why I also had a couple episodes back on episode 80, I talked about how to overcome perfectionism. So Mm, nice. I love that. We all need that reminder sometimes Mm -hmm. that, um, yeah, get something out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love it. Thank you for being here, Emily. Yeah, thanks so much for inviting me. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, and connect with her on Instagram. Yes, please. I love hanging out on the internet. Come hang out with me. (laughs) Yay. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Liu Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal-setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 